Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. JBT is the uh, senior betting analyst in the NBA here at the network as well. So as long as you're here, we'll get into some futures and uh, find out if anything sticks out to you today. Um, Paulie was uh, on the air weeks ago saying time to buy the Cleveland Cavaliers to win the division at plus $8 is uh, what he did. They were recently as high as minus 360 in that range to win it. Now with a couple of losses after the All-Star break, Bucks playing a little bit better basketball here. Cavs are now back to minus 135. Bucks are plus 115. It is a grueling schedule coming up for the Bucks over the next two to three weeks. You want to take a little bit of plus money while it's there on them? I mean, I... Not entirely, because you got a couple of good wins when you're coming out, right? Which is, obviously, you, you like to see that, especially a win like they did against Minnesota. Sure. Um, really, really strong for them, and they take care of business against a bad Philadelphia 76ers team. But you mentioned the schedule. Uh, positive residual has it as the fourth hardest strength of schedule in the NBA. And cool thing about positive residual, it's not just your opponent's record. It factors in a lot of stuff, factors in travel, altitude, all, all these different things. So you have one of the hardest schedules. Uh, in terms of rest advantages, you're at a net loss in terms of minus one. You got two games in which you'll have an advantage. You got three games in which you'll be at a disadvantage. And an even split in terms of home and a road and road games for Milwaukee. So I think that's going to be part of the problem is the schedule for them really beefs up here. Uh, as far as Cleveland is concerned, by strength of schedule, they're much lower. They're about 14th, 15th uh, when it comes to their remaining strength of schedule. Uh, they have to give away two games on the road, so they're 12 to 14. But it's a lot easier for them as you're looking at it. Uh, and for um, back-to-backs as well, both teams relatively even. So I think the way this plays out is they'd still roll with Cleveland to get this two seed. The losses, too, I don't think you're overtly concerned. Donovan Mitchell missed the first couple of games with illness right before or right when they came out of the break. So it's not like they're starting to slide. It's just that they weren't at full strength. I'd still be looking for Cleveland to win this thing in terms of that race for the two-seed in the division. Okay. Any division bet that actually sticks out to you maybe a little bit? Uh, the Magic have the easiest schedule in the NBA yep. moving forward. They are plus 190. The problem with that is you look at Miami, they have the second easiest schedule in the NBA for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think I think that you're probably like I, I. Here's the thing, I think you're making the case for Orlando only because while Miami has an easy schedule, they have not been consistent in terms of availability, right? Like you know, Jimmy Butler has been injured; he has missed time because of a personal issue. Then of course we have this suspension. The same thing can be said for Tyler Hero and Terry Rozier and all of these guys. Are we banking on the fact that Miami is going to have these guys consistently available? 
throughout the rest of the entirety of the rest of the season. And I think that's that's kind of the trick that you're playing here because of these two teams, Orlando went through a stretch in the first half where they had some injuries that they dealt with. But for the most part, their guys have been consistently available. And there's been a very strong consistency with them on the defensive end. And with a schedule that I think is manageable, I feel like I would trust Orlando a little bit more and at the very least have a, have a better shot at winning this thing than what the market would say at this point right now. Also, the big thing with Orlando in terms of strength of schedule and whatnot, they have 15 home games to nine road games. Okay. So they play really well at home. They barely travel at all. Uh, by positive residual, the easiest schedule left. I mean, they have a cool thing, too, where they map it out. So you, like, you see their travel. Like, they're just on the East Coast the rest of the way. They don't have any West Coast trips left. It's a schedule that really does work for the Orlando Magic, where I think I'd be probably riding with Orlando in that. So let me bring up Atlanta. They have the 13th hardest schedule team. remaining. Probably not as much as me. <laughs> they are seven games out. Can I say the good news here is that Trey Young is out for another month. Yeah. Is this one of those things where this could be addition by subtraction? The team galvanizes around the loss of Trey Young. They actually get it together, play over their heads, and they go on. A, they're five, it's 500 to one to win the division, but they're seven games out. Right. I don't know about winning the division. And, and I want to be clear, too. Like, it's not that I think that Trey Young is the problem with, with Atlanta because he's having a really, really good season. The thing with Atlanta is just – I don't think Trey Young and DeJounte Murray work together. And you see it in terms of the splits when guys are on court, off court. With Trey Young off the floor, they have a positive net rating at plus 0.9. Their most used lineup without Trey Young on the floor has a net rating of plus 12.4. Wow. They outscore opponents by 12.4 every 100 possessions or 12.4 points every 100 possessions. When you have DeJounte Murray on the court and Trey Young off the court, they still average 121.6 points per 100 possessions, and they're still a positive team. So that's kind of the problem is just these two guys split up have been much more effective uh, without the other because I think that's just the way it works. So as we kind of move forward, like we were talking about today against Utah, and by the way, it's the same thing on the inverse. Trey Young on the floor without DeJounte Murray, positive net rating, most used lineup, plus 14.5 net rating. It's just that they don't work. So I think that this is a team that when there is like these next four weeks without Trey Young, there's a case to be made that this team is worth playing on because they just flow better with a singular point guard on the floor, which is why, again, here against Utah, I mentioned that like I'm kind of playing against Utah here uh, down this stretch because I think that the market hasn't really accounted for Simone Fontecchio, Kelly Olenek, Oshak Vaji all being gone. Those are guys who play 20-plus minutes a game, have positive impacts on this team. You're only laying like two today here at home with Atlanta, but I think this team's just better because Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are split up, not necessarily because Trey Young specifically. Totally agree with that. Um, and I think it's a short number tonight as well with the Hawks. Now, I'm 0 for The reason why I don't like this team is because <laughs> I have not cashed a bet either on nor against the Hawks this entire year. You have you have my favorite text that I've gotten during the NBA season. I think it was I think it was the Rockets. Was it the Rockets Hawks yes, game? Yes. And you were like, this team stinks, and all of a sudden they paint the the Hawks come in and they paint a Picasso <laughs> against them. The they couldn't miss. Rockets couldn't miss in the first quarter in the first half of that uh, game. I was on Atlanta too in that game. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking right now at the Vsin NBA player prop analyzer, yeah. which is a great tool. And I awesome. would recommend if you like playing player props, you got to look at it every single day. It's very easy to find on the website as Real well. Real quick, I just want to say, I think it's the most underrated thing that we have that we don't advertise enough on the website. The, the player prop analyzer. It is it's great. Excellent. Yep. Okay. So I clicked on the results versus the current DraftKings prop for DeJounte Murray, right? Because now with no Trey Young in his first game last time out, he had 11 assists. 
Well, that number now is eight and a half tonight, and it's minus 145 to the over. I would say don't fool yourselves here because when you click on the results versus the current number, he's 45 and nine to the under. 11 and a half assists, on, or I'm sorry, eight and a half assists on the year. But that makes sense, right? Yep. Because Trey Young was there for the full season, and now when he was not there, he had 11 in the first game, and you expect this guy now, he's going to probably revert back to the guy that we had in the Spurs for absolutely. so long when he was like a borderline triple-double every single game. Yes, absolutely. And like the usage rate's just going to go up. The ball's going to be his hands. Like that's just ex- what you're going to expect here uh, when it comes to uh, DeJounte Murray now that he's not going to be out there. For example, uh, 31.2% was his usage rate um, in the first game without Trey Young. Like just this last one for the season, it's at 26%. Like, that's a really big spike with the ball in your hands and being the facilitator. And we remember, DeJounte Murray was with San Antonio. He was like that triple-double-ish point guard because yes. he could he rebounds effectively. He's, he's a little overvalued as a defender in terms of narrative, but he's still a solid defender. But he's a good passer, too. Like, no, I, I think absolutely. It's a, it's a very great look there. Let me give you uh, three other guys tonight with their current DraftKings assist prop number. Uh, Jeremy Soch- Sochan. Spurs? Sohan, I guess. Sohan, yes. Okay, Uh, that's what I thought. Um, It's two and a half. The over is plus 124. He's 40 and 17 over two and a half assists on the year. Yeah. Now, I'd be careful with that because remember, for a while, they started him a point guard. Oh. And they they, sh- they shifted that up a little bit. So I think that's maybe why the assist numbers were a li- would be a little out of whack. But, I mean, still, he's an awesome glue guy. Like, he, the, ball doesn't, the, the ball doesn't stop with him. It's a mover. He's going to pass it to an open guy. I wouldn't hate it at all, especially when you're talking about the potential pace uh, of this game that we could be playing here today. Josh Giddy, Oklahoma City, it's 3.5. Over is plus 105. He's 39-17 and 17 over 3.5 assists on the year. That's going to be interesting because, as we talked about with Oklahoma City, we're starting to see the leash kind of tighten on Giddy. You know, because now, like, when, when teams start to stymie up and muck that offense up, then you're talking about, all right, well, let's get them off the floor. Let's space this out a little bit. Having said that, I think you're doing it in situations or playing against that in certain situations, like against better teams sure. that are going to be able to muck this thing up. Houston's not going to be able to do that against Oklahoma City, I think. Yeah. Uh, another one would be Derek White. His assist prop tonight is three and a half over his minus 150 at DraftKings. He's 38 and 15 yeah. over three and a half assists on the year. I think that's one worth looking, especially as somebody who thinks like Boston's going to be the side tonight. You know, Boston quietly has moved to number one in offensive efficiency. Like they're, they're incredible on both ends. But ball moves around, doesn't stick with him either. Uh, he'll take open shots, but for the most part, he'll find the next guy. Uh, I think that's definitely worth looking, at, especially if they're going to cover this number like I think they are. A lot of points to go around. Do you want to make the case this morning for anybody to win an award in the NBA? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sixth man. Um, Let's do it. Ready? Any idea who's going to win sixth man? I've got Norm Powell at 45-1 to 1 to win sixth man of the year. He is. What, what's incredible is he does not have the points per game that these others do, right? But you know what he's got? He is an integral part to one of the most efficient lineups in the NBA, and he closes out games every night for the Los Angeles Clippers. He is in that lineup, out there hitting threes, defending at a high level, I think that when you look at it in terms of not only the stats and his impact on the floor, but also what he has done for a team that is competing for a top three seed in the Western Conference, I don't think there's any question when you look at it in comparison with Malik Monk, Tim Hardaway Jr., he is a difference maker for a team that could finish in the top three in the NBA. Norm Powell, sixth man of the year. Give it to him. Is he bettable at plus 450? I think so. Because I, I, I don't think that – I think what's the what's the price on uh, on Hardaway right now? Or is it Malik Monk who's the odds on Malik Monk again? is odds yeah, on. Yeah, what, what is it again? A minus 115? Um, or is it higher now? 
He is. Hold on, I just went away. Because the, pro- the problem is, I just don't think that anybody should be an odds-on favorite in this market. He's, so, mi- yes, he's but, minus 130. Yeah, so like by extension, I think that there is value on Norm Powell because I just don't think that there's this gap between all three of these guys. Hardaway also plus 450. Most yeah. improved. Is this going to be Maxi at the end of the year? He's minus 240. No, I don't think so. That's I, the one I really disagree with. I think you can make a case for a lot of these. Kobe White has been a 20-point-per-game scorer. He's been incredible. Kaminga and the turnaround that he's had for this Warriors team that has started to win some games has been an integral part to that. Maxie's been good, but I don't think you're talking about like this runaway favorite to win an award. Yeah, I've been talking about this now for like a month, so I kind of wanted to hear somebody else's opinion on this. I'll go back a couple years ago, just really quickly. The year Julius Randle won most improved, at one point, Jeremy Grant was minus 550 to win that award that year, and, and he did not win it. Yeah. So these odds are not not predictive when it comes to awards like subjective uh, things like most improved. No, as Doug Kazarian called it with us a few weeks ago, he said these are fake markets. Yeah. They really are. Yep. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.